This is Cheese by Hand. I'm Michael Claypool. And I'm Sasha Davies. Today on Cheese by Hand, we introduce you to Caitlin Hunter of Appleton Creamery. Caitlin started Appleton in the late 70s up in Appleton, Maine. Appleton is in a sweet spot, nestled between two popular tourist destinations, Camden and Rockland and is an area that has a number of flourishing farmer's markets. Caitlin is a self-taught cheesemaker, and as a result, she has a practical, if-I-can't-fix-it-I-don't-want-it approach. Her cheese room is, well, small. She accurately compares it to making cheese in the galley of a ship. No more than a few feet of walking room total, but it is perfectly built for one person. The day we interviewed her, Caitlin was not only making cheese, but also training her new summer apprentice. She graciously invited us to interview her in the cheese room because she couldn't afford to stop working for two hours to sit down with us. Note, this brought the total in the Built for One cheese gallery up to four, three of whom who had never been in there before and asked questions nonstop. We were only asked to step outside a couple of times. I suppose once I... I guess I sort of have made a name. Um, Once I make a name, I could sort of stop doing the local thing and go national, but... I don't want to get that big, and I, you know, I like my neighbors. I don't want my neighbors to say, "Can't find your cheese anywhere." <laughs> it's, it's like Maine lumber. You know, you have to go to Canada to buy it. You know, all the good stuff goes out of state. Why should all the good stuff go out of state? But I think maybe in Maine we're just extraordinarily lucky that we've got the tourist market, the 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 coastal community. What else? The season it fits the season. You know, if you're milking seasonally. The market fits that here. The market here fits that. Appleton Creamery produces a myriad of cheeses, and Caitlin's creativity is only limited by time and appropriate storage space. She doesn't have a cellar or cave, just a walk-in cooler. Over the years, she has learned how to work with this and produces an incredible range of styles. Bloomy-rinded brie types, wax goudas, fresh and marinated goat cheeses. The only types that are truly not possible for her to produce are wash rinds and natural rind tomes, which need a more specialized environment than a single cooler can provide. A lot of people assume that I'm organic because I'm in a farmer's market, and the two, two don't really have to be together. Um, a lot of people ask me if I'm organic because they prefer to buy organic products, and I have to explain that I'm, we, you know, while we manage organically, we're not certified organic. Um, the, the part that we have difficulty with is the feed, because I believe, first of all, for the hay, I believe in supporting a local farmer for the hay. So it's a local hay, so it contributes to a local product. He's not certified organic. You know, I don't want to spend four or five times more on hay and have to chuck it in from who knows where just because it's organic. I'd rather, we've, we've got a nice deal going now where he, he stores the hay for us and we go get a few weeks worth at a time and bring it home. Um, the grain component is much more difficult because most of the grain comes in from out of state anyway. So it's not going to be a local product no matter what. Um, And the organic grain just isn't dependable quality-wise yet. And goats are pretty particular, and I have a pretty good um, formula right now, and I really don't want to mess with it. And I'm afraid that if I invest a whole lot of money in organic grain, they may not eat. It will affect the quality of the milk, the volume of the milk, the health of the animals and my pocketbook. You know, I can't afford to spend thousands of dollars on something that may not work. You know, I'm not, just not at that scale. 
And over time, it's clear to me that it's more important to my customers that my animals are healthy and happy. And if I tell them that, you know, they have access to the outdoors all the time, they're not confined, they have names, <laughs> we don't eat them, that seems to be, you know, the important part. Fiercely local, Caitlin embodies a growing movement of producers and growers who favor face-to-face interactions with their customers and suppliers. She takes great pride in serving not only as a producer, but also as a teacher about topics like organic, farmstead, and local. For Caitlin, local is not just about buying local grass and feed. It is also about selling local, about having that direct connection. Over time, I've sort of developed the, the, the cheeses that I can do with my schedule. Um, but I've also, I also know that it's me that sells the cheese. It's the story. And if I depended too much on, this is no, no slam on apprentices or my daughter or help or anything. It's just that... Dilution. Dilution, yeah. They, the people that shop at farmer's markets want to meet the farmer. They want to meet the person. And, and you'd be amazed, or maybe you wouldn't be, how many people still don't get that relation. You know, just this week at farmer's market, oh, you make this? So I go into my, at the farmer's market, you're buying directly from the farmer. Whoever built it, I mean, whoever grew it, raised it, baked it, processed it, that's who you're, the person is you're talking to. So it's it's the story and the people, excuse me, the people as well as the um, the product that they're buying. Difficult as it is to believe, milking goats, processing cow and sheep's milk from neighbors' farms into a plethora of cheeses, and selling them in person at farmers' markets isn't enough to live on. Not unlike those in the arts, farmstead and handmade cheese production is a profession that is often done while doing something else. Um, this winter, slap me if I ever do this again. I, I volunteered to work extra hours at my job. It's at the Wait, time, your job. my day job. In the school system. Right. Can you just say what you do in the school system? I work part-time in the local school systems. It's um, 800 hours a year, so it works out like 20 hours a week for the school, school year. Just well, the, the, the balance, the tipping point here is health insurance. I'd have to make another $10,000 a year just to pay the stinking health insurance if I was total, because Brad's self-employed, too. Um, and you'll probably find that most of the cheesemakers have a spouse that bring in the benefits. Um, and in order to get that click up, I have to raise more animals, make more cheese, have somebody full-time year-round, which is more money that you need to pay for benefits. For benefits. So I'm still finding that, that balancing point. It's, it's all sort of rolled into how to make a living in Maine. And... I always tell people that people in Maine wear many hats. No, it's the rare person that has one career, one income stream. Usually, you know, of a couple, there's two or three income streams, and of a farm, there's several. And you have to diversify. You have to know, you know, you can't just do this. You got to do this. You know, you got to cut wood in the winter, or you got to make maple syrup in the winter. And you'll find that true of a lot of small-scale farms, especially in Maine, because the winters are harsh. It's hard to do year-round. Anything. Anything. I mean, why do I do what I do? Yeah. Lifestyle, choices, my own schedule. Although it's not my own, it's the goats. <laughs> I don't know. 
I'm I'm lucky that my spouse likes the similar. You know, it's sort of what we do together. You know, um, I like producing something that people enjoy and appreciate. I like making a main product. I like making a main product that people. It's helping the industry in Maine. This this industry. I like my goats. I like being part of a small community, whether the small community is the farmers market community or my town of Appleton or my county or my industry. Cool. Does that help? <laughs> yeah. It changes. People, people it changes every year. <laughs> sure. Next year I may be sick of this and say, oh, I'm, I'm going to Bermuda. Forget this. Mm.